Hello, friends at the table. Hi, table. Good people. Mm-hmm. Um, hope your uh, self-imposed social or physical distancing is going all right. Um, our kids are getting uh, a little rowdy and rambunctious. They're having a hard time sharing space. Not, yeah, and not in like a cute, fun way, right? <laughs> no, this isn't like this oh. isn't like pretend. Oh, look, they're wrestling. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's. Yeah. It's, it's it's just criticizing and getting on each other's nerves and uh, yeah. not <clears throat> wanting to do two incompatible things in the same space. <laughs> yes, um, and I I have seen a remarkable number of dads out for walks with their kids today, so I think hmm. uh, it's starting to happen. But way more than are, is usual for uh, my neighborhood. Yes, people are home. Yes. Uh, hey, I was reading something last night before bed, Ben, and I wanted to share it with you in our church. It struck me as provocatively strange, hmm. and it I haven't been able to shake it since I read it. So it's probably a 60 to 90 second reading, okay? All right, I'm ready. I'm, I'm reading this book uh, that somebody recommended to me by a, a Jewish philosopher, professor of philosophy, um, named Jacob Needleman. Mm-hmm. And he wrote this book uh, 35 years ago. So it's, it's, old, it's old now. 1980. Oh gosh, that's almost 40 years ago. Uh, no, that is 40 years ago. Uh, and the book's called Lost Christianity. Hmm. Um, maybe I'll tell you what the book's about in a bit, but let me just read this. This is Jacob Needleman talking to basically a, a bishop of the Eastern Orthodox Church. Okay. And uh, bishops are called metropolitans. Yes. So he says... Metropolitan Anthony, I began, five years ago when I visited you, I attended the services which you yourself conducted, and I remarked to you then how struck I was by the absence of emotion in your voice. Today, in the same way, where it was not you but the choir, I was struck by the same thing, the almost complete lack of emotion in the voices of the singers. Yes, Anthony said, that is quite true. It has taken years for that, but they are finally beginning to understand. (laughs) What do you mean, I asked. I knew what he meant, but I wanted to hear him speak about this, this most unexpected aspect of the Christianity I never knew about, Hmm. and perhaps very few modern people even know about. I put my question further, quote, the average person hearing this service, and of course the average Westerner having to stand up for the several hours it took, might not be able to distinguish it from the mechanical routine that has become so predominant in the performance of the Christian liturgy in the West. Hmm. He or she might come wanting to be lifted or inspired, moved to joy or sadness. And this the churches in the West are trying to produce because many leaders of the church are turning away from the mechanical, the routine. Anthony gently waved aside what I was saying, and I stopped in mid-sentence. There was a pause. Then he said, quote, no, emotion. (laughs) No, emotion must be destroyed, end quote. He stopped, reflected, and started again speaking in his husky Russian accent. We have to get rid of emotions in order to reach feeling. Hmm. Again, he paused, looking at me, weighing the effect his words were having. I said nothing, but inside I was alive with expectancy. Mm -hmm. I waited. 
Very tentatively, I nodded my head. He continued, quote, you ask about the liturgy in the West and in the East. It is precisely the same issue, the sermons, the holy days. You don't know why one comes after the other or why this one now and that one later. Even if you read everything about it, you still wouldn't know, believe me. And yet, there is a profound logic in them in the sequence of the holy days. And this sequence leads people somewhere without their knowing it intellectually. Actually, it is impossible for anyone to understand the sequence of rituals and holy days intellectually. It is not meant for that. It is meant for something else, something higher. For this, you have to be in a state of prayer. Otherwise, it passes you by. What is prayer, I asked. He did not seem to mind my interrupting with this question. Quite the contrary. Quote, Anthony replied, quote, in the state of prayer, one is vulnerable. Hmm. He emphasized the last word and then waited until he was sure I had not taken it in an ordinary way. Quote, in prayer, one is vulnerable, not enthusiastic. And then these rituals have such force. They hit you like a locomotive. You must not be enthusiastic, nor rejecting, but only open. This is the whole aim of asceticism, hmm. to become open. Wow. Dude. Yeah. Let's I read a... that last night before bed, and I think I dreamed about it for eight hours. Yeah, man. Uh, what strikes you as you listen to that? Well, I, I was struck by the, what, what he said, the difference between... We have to get rid of, uh, how did he say it? We have to get rid emotion. of emotion so that we can get to feeling. So yes. the difference between those things, it sort of opened up for me. And then also his, uh, his, we have to destroy emotion so that we can get to feeling. So that sort of <laughs> opened up this new category for me of like, oh, like there's, there's a difference between those two things and, and what might that yeah. be? Yeah. Um, and then also um, right at the end there, when he talked about, uh, to praise, to be vulnerable, and to be open, and that's when that's when liturgical prayer, that's when the liturgy can actually do something. That if we if we are enthusiastic, if we are, uh, I guess, if we are intent on expressing some sort of certain prescribed emotion that we're supposed to be having right now, or that we want to have right now. That what it, yeah. the effect of that, it seems to be what he's saying. The effect of that is that it closes us off from the, from being open to what the liturgy can actually do for us mm-hmm. as we pray it. Mm-hmm. So I found that fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So not only produce the producing emotion, but thinking we have to work up enthusiasm uh-huh. or in, uh, or, or fervency. We have to feel something we about have to, prayer before we pray the best prayer is a pray i mean yeah if i really and sincerely emotionally connect with the prayer then it's good yeah so so this is what strikes me so i grew up in a liturgical tradition and uh my experience of praying in church was uh from the outside looking in was what needleman refers to as the mechanical kind of liturgical thing. Right. This is what he and was I, pushing back against. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and for me, my experience of liturgical prayer was people just, uh, here's, here's the phrase, right. Going through the motions. Right. And I'm wondering, like, 
if going through the motions and I, I'm wondering if these are the two ditches then. So maybe this is what this quote did for me, mm-hmm. but there's this, um, there's this addiction to fervency and passion yeah. and a going through the motions where you're not engaged or aware or present. Those are the two ditches. Hmm. Um, and then the way that uh, Anthony, Metropolitan Anthony was describing it was like this open vulnerability hmm. that taps you into God's presence and your own presence and he says it hits you like a locomotive. Yeah. Um, I think this is what I'm okay. So I don't pretend to understand what Anthony's talking about as an expert. <laughs> right. I think, I think here's what it is. I think, I feel like maybe I've smelled that before. Mm. It's like a spice you've never eaten and mm. you, you can smell it baking. And maybe you have one or two things, food in which, you can't place what that is, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I remember reading some accounts uh, when Marco Polo brought back spices from the East mm. to Europe and people had things like pepper for the first time. Yeah. And um, other like curry or tamarisk. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they, they were like, what is this? Mm. And the, it wasn't like like or unlike, it was kind of like, and I feel like that's where I'm at with what Anthony's talking about. What he's saying fits the aroma I've smelled mm-hmm. and the things I've tasted maybe here and there. And, and I think probably more significant for me, taps into my deep intuitions. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I still think uh, most, I don't know, Table, most of us probably grew up either, we're, we're either reacting to old mechanical dead liturgy or trying to get away from people that think, if they can just stir up some fervency and excitement that God will, that Jesus will return. Like, right. Yeah. Like we're bouncing between those two kind yeah. of ditches. Yeah. You know, what strikes me, Matt, is that um, the two ditches are both sort of trying to, trying to make something happen in a sense. Mm. Right. So the ditch of fervency and enthusiasm is trying to make myself feel a certain way, trying to, trying to get excited about Jesus or, or, or at least uh, not, if it's not excited, at least like sincere, like trying to feel a certain way. And then the other, the other ditch is just sort of the trying to get through the thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there still is this, there's the, there's a closed off posture where it's like, I know the result of this is either like, I need to feel a certain way. And on the other ditch is the result is we need to get through this in an hour, you know, or, or less. Um, and these are the words we need to pray. And so as quickly as we can do this, let's go. Um, yes. but there, there's what I, what I hear, uh, Anthony describing is this, uh, I mean, he said this, this openness, that I bring to my, my prayer, where I don't have to feel a certain way, um, but I also, there's no hurry to get through this. Yeah. And there's, there's like, a, like uh, I'm thinking about it right now as like a, a giving myself over to the words yeah. of this liturgy. I'm trusting, I'm trusting these words to sort of help me to connect right now with the presence of God, which is something that's beyond how I feel, something that's beyond... Uh, correct words, but it's like, it's, it's real. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to connect with yes. reality here and there's, it's necessary 
yeah. to be vulnerable and to be open and to approach yeah. it with vulnerability yeah. and openness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's really good. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wonder if there's something for our church in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think oftentimes we talk about our liturgy teaching us to pray. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we, sometimes I use the phrase, let's just submit to these prayers together. Yeah. And I know submission is a dangerous, scary word. It's been used to hurt people. Yeah. So like submission is a scary word for a lot of us. But what mm-hmm. I mean by that is, I mean, let's surrender to these prayers. Hmm. Let's open ourselves up to the reality these prayers are pointing us towards mm-hmm. and just receive it. Yeah. Like, let's receive these words as a gift and let's pray them not because we have to or not because if we encant them the right way, God magically does something. Right. But rather, uh, just as a way of opening up, I think, I think the picture I'm getting is like opening up the places we don't, ha- we're not in charge of. Hmm. Like if you were to hand me something, Ben, I could open up my left hand and receive it. I'm in charge of my left hand. Right. But I don't feel like I'm in charge of my soul in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be. Like I want (laughs) I want to have like that kind of agency and autonomy over my soul. Yeah. But I wonder if that's the work that Hmm. um prayers do and liturgy does is it if we surrender to it it opens up the places we don't have direct agency over yes yes i think uh i think there's something to that um so so practically you know maybe it's this practically today is maybe just an encouragement for you to say your prayers (laughs) uh i've been i realize i've been i've been saying that more and more like I find it, you know, I've, I've said before that I find it difficult to pray right now. Um, and the thing that I've found is while I find it difficult to pray and that, that has to do with like, am I, am I engaged, am I vulnerable and open right now with the Lord? But what I can do in an effort to help myself to pray is to say my prayers. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I have, I have prayers that I can pray. I have morning prayer. I have evening prayer. There's noontime prayer. There's Compline. Like there's resources available mm-hmm. to me so that I can say my prayers. And I think the, eff- the, the effort that has to go into that is I'm mm. not trying to feel a certain way right now. I'm not trying to just get through this because, uh, you know, God expects it. And if I don't do it, you know, the bad things will happen or good things will happen if yeah. I say it right. But I'm, I'm, I'm engaging in saying my prayers as a discipline of vulnerability and openness Yeah. at set times, you know? Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. It'd be great if two to three times a day I had a, dis- I had a discipline of openness to God. And that's what saying your prayers does. Mm. So I, spe- I think especially in this time, guys, as, you know, kids are going nuts and you know, get new announcements every day about what's going on. And you yes. don't know how long this is going to last. Um, there's an opportunity here to say, well, we've got some time on our hands. Like maybe establish a new habit here. Say, yeah. learn, to, learn to say your prayers and see yeah. what that does for you, especially engaging it with it, uh, with this vulnerability and openness that Anthony was talking yes. about. Yes. yes. Well, I, uh, speaking of that, I need to go, um, I think my daughter's crying again. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Or, or my wife just got home or yes. both. And I need to check uh, to see if my girls have gotten their chores done. So. so church, may we learn how to be open and vulnerable in prayer. Mm-hmm. May, we, um, may we not settle for 
the lesser good of stirring up our feelings, but may we tap into the deep emotions hmm. of, of God's of God with us mm-hmm. as we are led into the depths of reality in prayer. Yes. Amen. Amen.